Welcome to the Black Sparrow Media Internet Broadcast Network. Well, hello, everybody, and just a little note before we get started. Uh, as some of you know, I recently had a little bit of a run-in with the president of the Dallas Amateur Radio Club concerning an episode that aired a couple months ago. I just wanted to uh, assure you that this particular episode was not colored by that interaction because they were recorded, um, in fact, the same night. There were three segments that were recorded out in the mobile about 10 minutes apart. This is one of those segments. The uh, one back in June was also one of those segments. So uh, in case there's any doubt, no, there has not been any coloring of the opinion of this show uh, due to that interaction. This is just an episode that had already been recorded at that time. Y'all enjoy. from studio 2M 2M this is resonant frequency the amateur radio podcast hello everybody i'm richard kb5jbv we have another mobile edition going on you may hear some clicking and popping going on because i'm moving my glasses where i can see what i'm doing hello one and all all right we're out here in the middle of uh, the river bottoms in south dallas and we're uh, uh, currently experiencing a quite warm evening. Just wanted to let y'all know. I want to try and get a couple, a couple of uh, episodes out because I'll be going in to have some dental work done. And I'm not sure how long it's going to be before I can talk. But as you know me, as soon as I can talk, I will talk, and uh, y'all will be hearing my melodic voice once more. Okay, so it's been a fairly interesting couple of weeks i know it's been uh, been a little bit since i've uh, got with y'all and i'm sorry about that but that's okay uh do want to remind y'all go on over to the website check things out uh we've added a new area over there which is not filling up very fast because i really haven't had much time to drop extra content in the uh, contributing user area but it will be filling up uh soon as we can make it happen um, y'all go on over, check out the uh, uh, Audible link. They've been running some specials. I really need to get y'all a, a decent, a decent 30-minute, 30 30-minute uh, <laughs> 30 segment. So y'all are 30-second uh, promo, so y'all can have some idea what's going on over there. But go on over there and check out. Uh, they don't just have uh, fiction works. They've got some technology books and uh, other stuff, history that kind of stuff. Go over to our website and click through from the button, though, because that way we get a little piece of it. Same way with Amazon.com. Uh, if you're going to buy anything, anything at all, 
<laughs> go over to Amazon.com and check it out first. And when you go over there, click through from our website so we can uh, uh, share in the uh, uh, joy of your purchase, as it were. Uh, it's not a whole lot, but it does help. Also, um, check out the donation link over on the website. Go over, give it a click. Uh, whatever you feel is appropriate. Uh, I keep telling people, you know, if any episode has helped you out in any way, it's got to be worth a dollar. So if any one of these episodes has helped you out, toss in a dollar. And somebody tested me one time to see if I would appreciate that, and actually all they sent was a dollar. However, we appreciate everything we can get our hands on. As far as feedback, I haven't forgotten about y'all's feedback. I haven't missed y'all's feedback, and I will get your feedback. We'll get uh, the feedback as soon as we can. As it stands right now, it's kind of difficult to do it while we're in the mobile studio. But it is my intentions to get back in the studio and get y'all out a an episode uh, as soon as I can. In fact, there's one particular set of episodes that I want to do that I can't really do if I don't have the information in front of me. So y'all stay tuned for that. Okay, so with that, well, like I said, we're not going to have uh, any uh, music splitting up the segments on these mobile episodes for right now, so we'll just move on uh, into our main segment. This time I would like to talk about something that really chaps my backside. As a 20-year 20 uh, 20 ham, I've been on both sides of it and it really chaps my butt and that is the use of the phrase riffraff now let me let me clarify that a little bit uh, I was listening to one of the D star reflectors a week or so back and I was listening to some gentlemen talking and they were talking about D star and how uh, some people are avoiding are not giving it a shot because it's a little on the expensive side to get started. It's not as expensive as it used to be, and the price is coming down all the time. But in the process, uh, one of them says, well, you know, it keeps the riffraff out. Okay. I've had people use that term to me. I've had people use that term while I'm around. And I'll tell you right now, you need to be ashamed of yourself. Because we're all amateur radio operators. Where riffraff is concerned, when I got licensed, CB radio operators were riffraff. Uh, two or three years later, codeless techs were riffraff. Anybody who's undesirable at a club is riffraff. Let me tell you something. We're all amateur radio operators. We all hold licenses. We all belong to the same group. Now, I understand there are some people out there that can go throw seven, $800 down for a radio without batting an eye. Then there are some people that uh, have to scrape all their pennies to be able to afford a two-meter handy talkie. And the fella who has scrimped and saved to get a two-meter radio to get on the air is not any less an amateur radio operator than the guy that's got the, what is it? Uh, ICOM, maybe, I think it is, 706, uh, might be Yezu, I don't know. I, HF radios, I know what I use, which is as little as I can get away with. But the fact of the matter is, 
Uh, there are guys out there that can buy ID1s. There are guys out there that have to buy a 2200H and then save up $200 and buy a card. There are some guys out there that got went ahead and got the DV dongles so that uh, they can get on D-Star for $200. Because there is not a $200 D-Star radio out there. But none of us are riffraff. None of us. The only ones I would consider riffraff are the ones that think they're so elite that they're calling other people riffraff. However, I didn't hang around long enough to uh, get this guy's call sign. But I'm willing to bet with a little research, if I had taken the time to do so, that uh, he is probably some of that riffraff raft that falls into the uh, category uh, that some ham radios use as an extra light. Extra light is somebody with an extra class license that has never passed a code test. And that right there is enough in some circles to make you riffraff. I know old timers that if you hadn't taken a code test, uh, they don't even acknowledge you as an amateur radio operator even though you have a license. It really steams me because I get I get emails all the time. I'm constantly getting emails. How do we get more club members? How do we encourage folks to use our repeater? How do we do this? How do we do that? And the whole problem is you've got people out there calling other amateur radio operators riffraff. Does that make any sense? Sure doesn't make any sense to me. That's the equivalent of me saying, well, okay, I'm only going to let everybody have an episode of the podcast but it'll only be the episodes that have even numbers the ones you know the ones that are willing to do the extra and everything else they can have the even numbers and the odd numbers but as far as the even and odd number uh, episodes well at least it keeps the riffraff out that's garbage garbage why would anybody anybody want to refer to somebody like that now let me tell you something and this is one of those rants that y'all get from time to time and those of y'all that listen to the other show you know I rant over there too about other stuff however I've been operating radios in some shape form or fashion since I was six years old I had walkie-talkies, shortwave receivers. Boy, I, I had to do do a lot of working on my dad to get that shortwave receiver away from him. CB radios, commercial radios, amateur radio. I've used a lot of radios in a lot of different services for a lot of years. And I'll tell you right now, there's good and bad in every service. Good and bad in every service. If you want to hear an example of it, just punch the frequency your local uh, local police in and listen to the dispatchers. Them guys wouldn't make an operator in any other service. They wouldn't be allowed to touch a microphone, a lot of them. For you long-time listeners, I'm sorry, but you know I get steamed about stuff, and when I get steamed about it, I got I got to say something. 
And unfortunately, riffraff is a term we need to eliminate. In my opinion, for you guys that have been around long enough to know what I'm saying, anybody who uses the term riffraff, riffraff for his fellow amateur radio operators is a lid. And that is my opinion on it. Now, occasionally you'll hear me stop because things make noise around here and I have to look. However, you know, you got to lead us wherever you go in amateur service. We got a, a club that was a form by elitists that, that carries the name of the county I live in. And even though it's kind of turned into a bunch of, well, it's not elitist anymore. But they still consider themselves that way. And some of the elitists that want to keep the riffraff out have gone off to get their own repeaters that they keep locked up. And I will tell you, quite honestly, one of them is an ex-president of the uh, AWRL. He's a local boy. He's a good guy. However, he has a repeater that he wants to keep the riffraff out, so it's closed. Riffraff. I want everybody within the sound of my voice, everybody listening to this show, to go to from this day forward, to do your best to eliminate the use of riffraff, referring to our fellow amateur radio operators. We're supposed to be a brotherhood. We're supposed to be a tight group of radio prof professional unpaid radio. Prof no, that ain't it. A group of unpaid radio operators who have the highest operating and technical skills, y'all go look your part 97. And all of us deserve to be on the air. All of us will do what we can to be on the air. And the fact that someone would say, and I bet you the guy was probably using one of them $200 DV dongles. It's just, it irritated me so bad, I just didn't even stop to find out what the call sign was. Otherwise, I'd give y'all the call sign. What the call sign was, what he was operating on, because my radio, when you, those of you who don't operate D-Star, when you key your radio up, it IDs the radio, because you put an ID string in there for it. And normally, it will show you uh, where they are and what kind of radio, because that's what everybody puts in as their ID. And it just, it, it burns my butt. A lot of y'all don't know me previous to starting the podcast. Some of you in the DFW do. And even though uh, one or two of you think I'm a loose cannon, the majority of you that have knew me previous to the podcast know that I will not stand for people picking on the little guy. That the membership of a club is more important than the club itself. That the membership of the league is more important than the league. That the people who are cast are put pushed off to the side are the ones that are important to me. Because they need to make sure they get what they get. Because I've dealt with a whole lot of it. And... Uh, Hadn't been too terribly long ago, I told the story again about how uh, 
the local club would uh, shut their repeater off in the middle of the night on the club members, paid club members. So y'all get out there, y'all. Y'all listen. You hear somebody uh, talking derogatorily, uh, making derogatory comments about uh, other amateur radio operators, and I don't mean when you're at the ham fest and you walk past the stinky one or the toothless one or the hairy one, you make a comment about that. People are just that way. But there is no reason under the sun to refer to your fellow hams as riffraff. So now I've ranted, and I'm sure I'll get some feedback, and that's okay. Because I can't say that I've never been guilty of doing it myself. But I've taken great pains over the last, uh, I don't know, 15, 17 19 years, I don't even remember how long. Great pains to correct that error. So y'all let me know what you think. Good, bad, or indifferent. You can send me an email at kb5jbv at gmail.com kb5jbv at gmail.com or stop by the website. Check out what's going on over there. That's rfpodcast.info rfpodcast.info y'all go uh, take a look around over there like I said click on some of the buttons and help us help us keep things paid for we're doing our best to stay in business this time and uh, unfortunately my my employment situation has taken a serious downturn so uh, the cost of hosting is a little bit more of a bite right now than it was when we were uh over there at the other provider and had unlimited space and unlimited bandwidth. So, I gave you the calls. Oh yeah, come by and say hello on Facebook. I'm KB5JBV over there. I would tell you to go to Twitter, but I really don't get over to Twitter and Identica like I used to. And y'all check out Linux and Hamshack podcast also at LHSpodcast.info. And with that, uh, let me give you one of them friendly ones like I used to. And uh, y'all have a great, uh, great week. Uh, take care of your families, and we'll see you next time. Down in the mouth and have a trouble.
Take out the trash